welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning. Happy Sunday to you. I tell you what, today is going to be a special episode. Today is yours and mine truly, Brian Crump's first teaching experience here at the Highway to Heaven Full Gospel Outreach Ministries. It, it is our church home, but this is his first time teaching Sunday school. So it is going to be good. Uh, his topic this week's episode, uh, season three, episode seven topic is tongues. And I don't know how your understanding of tongues are, but I tell you what, it's super interesting the way he brings out this and guaranteed is something we need to hear. Uh, so if you haven't already, you can always during this time, get yourself your own coffee, a donut, and just lend us your ears because this is going to be good. Um, a good message on tongues. And I'm telling you, awesome, awesome awesome Brian is going to bring forth the word of God. So, um, it is a live recording. So we're going to be recording. Brian will be recorded live. So if you hear any clinging in the background and all this other stuff, forgive me, forgive me. Uh, but we get better as we, as we go on and we experience things as you record, you learn what not to record. You learn what not to do. You also learn what not to say. Uh, but we all know how that is. Sometimes you have to, you have to make a mistake in doing something to learn to do it better, right? Well, in saying that, in a few minutes we're gonna go to a break. But when we come back, we're gonna start the live recording uh, of our one, yours, and mine is truly, my co-host of the Highway to Heaven podcast, Brian Crump is going to bring forth the message on tongues. We'll be right back after these sponsored messages. The Bible Table Chat, full of intriguing, informational fun and laughter for all those who tune in around the world, where our main objective is to bring forms of unity and inspire all to be a better people. Tune in for a new episode every Friday morning at 7 a.m. unless releases are rescheduled or updated. It's always free to listen and you'll be glad you did. The Bible Table Chat, where we keep it live. This segment is brought to you in part by The Woman on the Train. Do you enjoy short stories with a twist? Look no further. The Woman on a Train is the book for you. See what happens when Brian boards the train and the woman locks her eyes into his eyes as their worlds collide. People say leave her alone and avoid her at all costs. But this eerie woman has the power to tap deep into Brian's inner being. He tried to leave, but he cannot. He tried to avoid her, but he cannot. This book is available through Amazon on both paperback and ebook formats. Just go to Amazon.com and type in the search box 
The Woman on a Train by Brian B R I A N Crump C R U M P. If you desire a signed copy and you are in the Rockford, Chicago area, then email the show and I will make sure that you get their personalized signed copy. of you would love to make God your partner for greater success? How many of you want to learn to live with the rhythm of each season for maximum productivity? And how many of you want to learn how to move forward from bad relationships or church hurts? Well, the books Understanding the Seasons and Times and When Wolves Come are the books for you. Written by Nirvana Winston, who is a writer with both wisdom and simplicity, giving tools and insights into kingdom living for everyday life. She shares witty stories and personal encounters. Pick up your copy today before they're all gone. Go to Amazon and hashtag when wills come and hashtag understanding the seasons and time. Get your copies today. You'll be glad that you did. Encouraging. Encouraging. Okay. Anyone else? Okay. We're great. So, now, what we're going to do is, we're going to go to the first scripture today, and it's going to be in Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, no, verse 20 and 21. You said uh, Proverbs. Yes, Proverbs chapter 18. Verse 20 and 21. 
18, 20, and 21? Yes. Okay. It's chapter 18, eh? Yes, chapter 18. Okay. Mm -hmm. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are the power of the tongue, mm -hmm. and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Mm. So with this, we can say that our mouth is what brings forth life. Amen. Amen. And it's kind of interesting because the same mouth that you use to bring forth life are the same mouths that other people use to curse you. Mm -hmm. We try. That's right. Amen. Mm -hmm. And that's why then we try to, we have to listen to the what the, what the word says is that a man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. Mm -hmm. Okay? And those who love the power of the tongue in reference to the goodness shall eat from the fruit of thereof. So what is power? Anyone tell me what power is? Power is like strength. And power is, to me, if you're referring to the Bible, Oil or ability, strength, power, anointing. So anointing and power to me um, is, is gives you the ability to do. Great. Okay. Great. So I have down here, which is kind of similar to what you said, the ability to do something. Mm -hmm. That's what power is. So the Bible says in Mark chapter 11 that we can move mountains mm -hmm. just by our words. Amen. Oh, I so like if we this. Believe it. So the Bible says, if ye believe it, a grain of mustard seed, nothing shall be impossible to you. So if we can say to that mountain, be thou removed, it will uh, be removed. Mm -hmm. Amen. Okay, we are in uh, Proverbs 8, chapter 18, verse 21, uh, 20, 21. So that's the, the power of the tongue. Amen. And we should be careful with that because the Lord also watches what's, you know, what we say and other people watch what we say. Amen. So we have to really be careful what we say so we'll be able to encourage and speak forth goodness to other people. Therefore, we will what? Reap what we sow. Amen. We plant that seed of niceness in our tongue. We will give back that seed of niceness. That's true. Okay, so now we're going to move over to Mark. Mark. Chapter 16, verse 17. Okay, this is Jesus talking now in this now. Now, what are new tongues? New tongues. They're heavenly language. Heavenly language. Yes. Right? So we would cast out devils. So how would we cast out devils? With our mouths. Yes. And what's in our mouth? Our tongue. That's true. And as you see, when I did the exercise on saying the word, no, we need our tongues to speak. Yes, you so do. So as we cast out devils and demons in the name of Jesus, then that would be good for our, you know, that's good for our tongue. Amen. 
So tongues are very, very important in our everyday life. Amen. Absolutely. So now we're going to travel down to Luke chapter 6, verse 45. Luke chapter 6, verse 45. Okay, again, this is Jesus talking. He says, Out from a good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. For the abundance of the heart is, for the abundance of the heart his mouth speaketh. Amen. You know, a lot of people say, people say what's in their first mind, or some people when they talk, they just talk from what's out of their, their bodies. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when people talk and when they're mad, they tend to say things that we, you know, don't agree with and we always right. have to forgive them. The Bible says to forgive, mm -hmm. you know? But a lot of people say, oh, I'm sorry, I never should have said that. But it says here in the last sentence, well, that's in your heart, your mouth speaks. That's true. So that's why it's always important to relax, stay calm, say a few, you know, take a breath, and then talk, because whatever that you speak forth may manifest, and you don't want to manifest bad or evil. You always want to manifest the good. Amen. So we want. Oh, this is good right here. Concentrate on the bad, manifest on the good. So that's why that last sentence is important. For, for out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaketh. So we want to make sure that we. Keep that in the back of our minds so we can know that to just be patient, take a breath, and then, yes. you got something? Yeah, you know, we know that an evil man speak nothing but evil. Mm -hmm. Right. And a righteous man speak righteous. Mm -hmm. So you can tell an evil man from the righteous man because an evil man, everything you say will always come against it with evil. Mm -hmm. Right. And exactly. you know an evil man from a righteous man. Amen. Amen. In addition, sometimes in our own hearts, when, like you said, we all get upset sometimes. And sometimes you have to catch yourself as a Christian. I'm a born-again Christian, and I can say this because God knows everything, right? right? She's right with what she said. But also, it doesn't just apply to the wicked. If you have things that you're going through and it's making you wicked and you speak it, you'll say things that are negative. To speak things that are negative is the same thing as like putting bad things in the atmosphere. Because you, you out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Exactly. So you can say something. I think I've, I've talked to somebody before. I don't know who it was. But I said, don't put negative things in the air because you have the power to speak those things. And they happen. Right. Out of the abundance of the heart, you can say something. And even if you didn't mean it. You should just say, you know, in the Lord, I pull that down. I renounce what I said. But you have to have the right mind of Christ to do that. Right. Otherwise, we, like you said, you're actually speaking negativity. That's actually going it to, it'll happen, but maybe it'll happen to you. Because you can't curse nothing else that's blessed. Right. So the best thing to do is to watch what you say. And your tongue is a powerful tool. It's a very so, dangerous weapon. Yes, it very is. Dangerous. A lot of people don't know that, but it's a very dangerous weapon. 
Either way, we don't get upset. We don't get a um, little anger and road rage and things like that. I mean, we all get that. <laughs> That's true. And if it's someone that you can ask for forgiveness for, ask that person, you know what? I'm sorry. I lashed out. I never should have. Forgive me. Don't repent, forgive, and then just move on. And just move on. The, 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 the bad part about it is when you harp on it all the time. Mm-hmm. When you harp on it, then there's shame on you. When you research for something that you already been forgiven for. Right. So you really, really want to watch that too. But yes, you're absolutely right. So, and what Sister Brown was talking about was that the evil that's in the heart. People mm-hmm. that speak evil, that's what it's going to be, what's in their heart. Right. And some people are just downright evil. It doesn't right. matter you know, what you do to try to convince them otherwise, they're going to be downright evil. Mm-hmm. But hopefully the love that we have as True. Christians True. will go forth where they will say, hey, you know what, what's, mm-hmm. there's something different about this person. Absolutely. Something different, something different about Sister Woods, yeah. Sister Brownlee, Sister Murphy, Pastor. Something, something's different about them. What's yeah. different about them? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I don't know your name, but no, about you too. <laughs> Julius. Julius, yes. So, you know, what's different about them? And hopefully, the way how we live our lives, mm-hmm. we'll be able to have them to come to the altar and repent of their sin right. and be saved. So that's why we still have to watch our tongue too. So that's another thing about that. And that's a good example yes. to others. Your tongue, what you talk about. So now we're going to go to First Peter. Amen. This is good. Thank you, Jesus. First Peter chapter 3, verse 10. All right. First Peter chapter 3, verse 10. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no doubt. Absolutely. What's garbage? Garbage. <laughs> That's what we're saying. Garbage. That's like a yes. just plain old make it what evil. it is. Yes, evil. Evil, yes. garbage, yep. Yeah. So if we put that term in there, evil, because we're just substituting the word for the actual meaning. Right. Meaning, for he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no evil. Amen. Okay. So, again, that's what we were talking about before about, you know, speaking evil about the abundance of the heart. You know, so we want to make sure that even though we are Christians, we do make mistakes, repent, get up, go forward, push on the light. But we also want to make sure that in our heads, that we go ahead and speak with a good tongue. Right. And that's very hard to do. And some people will push you on the edge. That's true. Some people will do that. So um, only thing is just take a moment, do a what would Jesus do moment. Right. And then I'll push on from there. The world looks up on Christianity and they will test you. That's true. You tell a person that you're a Christian, they'll test you. Yeah, they will. But then you have other people who say they are Christians and they do evil all the time. Right. I'm gonna use the example of the Ku Klux Klan. They claim that they are the perfect Christians, but look at what they do. You know, they, they do evil and all that. So, but eventually they will reap what they sow. That's true. So 
That's the, the whole point is reaping what you sow. So if you're a Christian, we profess to be Christians. We are not perfect, but we are still perfect in who? Christ. In Christ. Yes. And we are perfect in God's mind. Right. You know, that's why I always said my relationship, my um, long time before I proposed to Shawan, I, I said, you know what? This relationship is perfect. And she's like, but we're not perfect, baby. I'm like, no, but think about it. Let me explain. This relationship is perfect because it's perfect in God's mind, in God's eyes. Mm -hmm. And when you speak forth of that and believe that by speaking forth of that, then you know it will come to pass. Mm -hmm. Because I could say, this relationship, eh, but what did I just say out of my mouth? Right. Mm -hmm. eh. Faith speak. So I got that. Faith. Amen. Faith. Amen. That's what it's all about. Faith. Oh, teach it, brother. <laughs> now, we also, the Bible also said be careful of false prophets, too. Oh, yeah. Say it. Now, that's in the book of Revelations, I believe. Wait, yeah. The book of Revelation. Sorry, not Revelations. But Revelation. I believe it talks about be careful of false prophets. Yes. And everything. So there's a lot of people that may try to preach the word, teach the word, but their mind is not right because their mouth out of their mouth is evil right. in their heart. So we also have to pray against that too. Yes. Yes. And how can he prophesy with garbage coming out and good things at the same time? There's a scripture for that too. You can't have what? Was it cold and water? You can't have good and negative coming out your your mouth. Either you're gonna serve the devil or you're gonna serve God. And what does the Bible say? You cannot serve two masters. There you go. That's the one you I was. You either serve God or you're gonna serve the devil. Man. You can't straddle the fence. You have to be on one side or the other. If you yes. serve the devil, serve the devil. Do your thing. That's right. I'm not on that side. Right. You're gonna serve God, I'm on that side. But don't try to prophesy and be on. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> it's not going. Well, that's how cults come about. That's right. Again, people listen to what? Ooh, you better preach it. Of the person. That's right. right. So they listen to the tongue of the person. Some people won't even look up Bible scriptures for themselves. Man, get it. That's true. <laughs> now, they the Bible don't. says that God will uh -uh. put the words in our minds and our hearts. Again, now the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm -hmm. Okay? So if God will put the words in our head, in our hearts, then you have someone that's a false prophet bringing forth evil, and no one's listening or reading the scriptures that I said, they won't believe what they say. That's how, you know, that, that person in, in Texas. Oh, yeah. I remember that. All those people because in Waco. Said, oh, yeah, Waco. Like, oh, I'm a Christian. Really? What part of Christianity do you see? <laughs> That's in my opinion. That's so. true. Okay, so now, we're going to go... Teach it. Okay, now we're going to go to James. James chapter 1, verse 19. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear 
and slow to speak. Amen. Slow to wrath. Mm -hmm. okay. Now that's something that I touched on earlier about, you know, you're going to have people that's going to test you. They're going to really test you. They're going to push your buttons. Keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. But as James says, we can hear. Right. Mm -hmm. But be slow to speak because why? Have your heart, your mouth speaks. That's true. So if we are not slow to speak or slow to wrath, that makes us on the same level as the other person. That's true. That just talked about us like we were not even human. That's true. Again, we're human. Yes, Things we happen. But to be a better Christian, we understand that. Repent. Ask for forgiveness. Repent. Hey, you know what? I'm sorry. I however you want to say it. No, me, I'm a little bit more blunt. I ain't mean to get on your level. Please forgive me. <laughs> I like That's that. Me. That's I me. like that, bro. But a lot of people, you know, <laughs> hey, still say, you know what? I'm going to use you for example, Sister Willis. Says, you know what, Sister Willis? I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that to you. Please mm -hmm. forgive me. And that way, that releases my bad vibe. Amen. Regardless if she believes me or not, my bad vibe has been released because I did what the Bible told me to say. That's true. That's what the word says. Ask for forgiveness. Yes, right. So I ask for forgiveness. I have my heart, I have my mind speaking forth through my tongue. Mm -hmm. And therefore, that releases me from any negativity of the attachment of what I said earlier. That's true. Even if they don't receive your sorrow. Even if they don't receive it. Some, the key is repent. Now, what does repent mean? To repent, to go to God and, and repent, to reverse this, to, you know, I'm, I'm sorry for what I did, God. Uh, relieve me. Uh, it allows you to be forgiven. I'm going to say that. When you go before the Lord and say, Lord, I repent, you're actually confessing that you were at fault mm -hmm. to God, and he releases forgiveness. Okay. Yes. Well, me myself see it well, it's like Sister Elaine said. But if you know you done wronged somebody and said something to said something to that person that you know what right and wasn't of God, you have to repent for that. Right. And ask God to forgive you, God, I forgive me that I wouldn't intend to say this about that person or do this to this person is to forgive me. That's repentance right there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Any ideas? There's more than one definition. <laughs> okay, repent also means to to turn away from. Oh, good one. Yes. It means to turn away from. So when we ask for, you know, brother, forgive me. God, I repent of my sins. Whatever I said to him, whatever that offended him, separates myself from that evil doing. Turn away from that. Acknowledge that. Put in my memory bank. Because out of my heart, the mouth speaketh. Amen. So you can think of it like that too, to turn away from it. Amen. Like this. Okay, now that's really the best way to solve conflicts. I like what uh, Sister Woods said in her previous Bible studies, and Pastor said in his previous teachings that, you know, if you can say nothing good, don't say nothing out. There you go. Yes. Church. Zip it. Throw away the key. No, That's you can't say nothing good. <laughs> Don't say nothing good at all. That's true. Because if you're 
not careful, and the heart, what? Mouth will speak. The mouth speaketh. I didn't say that, the word said that. There you go. Can't shoot the messenger. Jesus said that. That's right. No, we read it where Jesus himself said that. Amen. So that's not man's law, that's God's law. That's right. So don't get mad at you, right? Don't get mad at me, I'm just a messenger. Okay. You know? So. Okay, so now, let's talk about respect for a second, because in the Bible it does talk about respect. Do anyone, can anyone give me a couple of definitions of their version of respect? Kind of like doing unto others as you would have others do unto you. Because to a certain extent, you have to, well, not even to a certain extent. In order to respect, kind of like respect is kind of like honor. Mm -hmm. You see, I think that's one reason we sometimes find it difficult. Because we when we're... We have certain people that we want to have a respect for. And we shouldn't because the Bible says have no respect of a person or position that person may have, you know. So respect to me is similar to honor. But it's such a high word that people we get upset with, we like, uh-uh. I, you see what I'm doing? I'm not honoring you because I don't what? Respect you. So respecting each other is very important because... You honoring that person. We should treat everybody the same. The same honor I give you, Brother Brian, I should be giving it to Ann Lily. I should be giving it, definitely giving it to Pastor. You know, I should be definitely giving it to whoever else, even the people that make us mad. But that's hard to do. It is. It Man. Is. Anyone else? I think you said it well. Yes, you did. You said it very well. Also have to uh, respect is attentiveness. Mm -hmm. Being attentive. Oh wow, that's beautiful. Yes, that's a form of respect. You know, if I'm like most of the times when Sister Rose is up here, she always says, "You're looking at me. You know, I'm focused." Yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, no, a, a lot of you may not know, but I do have a fifty percent hearing loss in my left ear. So I tend to look at a person's mouth more to read lips. And most people don't know that. So they think I'm disrespecting them mm -hmm. because I'm looking at their mouth instead of looking in their eyes. But I do respect them because I'm understanding or trying to understand what they're saying. Right. And that's the way how I communicate because my hearing loss that's in my ear. I look at a person's mouth. So when I hear something that comes out of the mouth, what is that again? Out of the heart? I was going to speak. The mouth will speak. So when I'm looking directly into your mouth, I'm saying, okay, is this person going to say, got stuff or evil stuff? <laughs> right. Now, <clears throat> I want to talk about Job for a second. Does everybody know the story of Job? Oh, yeah. A very a very powerful, very powerful. Story. When you all get a chance, you can go ahead and read the book of Job. I'm just going to summarize it. Okay. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. Satan came up to uh, Jesus, and Jesus says, "You know, Satan, what 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 are you doing?" And Satan says, "I'm going to and fro." The Bible says the devil goes to and fro to does. wherever he may be bound, yeah. right? 
True. So Satan just said what he was doing. I'm going mm -hmm. to or fro. Oh, have you have you um, looked upon my servant Jacob, right? So it's like, yeah, do this, A, B, C, D. Jacob or Job? Yeah, Job, I'm sorry. Okay. Thank you, Job. Jacob. Okay. So he's like, do A, B, C, D, right? So I bet you that Job will curse you. Again, out of the heart, what? The mouth will speak. So he's saying, Job is going to curse you. You take away this, you take away that. So what happened? Uh, Jesus said, you can do whatever you want to Job, but spare his life. Mm -hmm. Don't take his life. Mm -hmm. Now this is the hurting part when you read the book of Job, right? When you read about Job. Mm -hmm. He lost everything. Life. I mean, everything. You know, broken down to his knees. You know, it's just like nothing. But he still kept the faith. Mm -hmm. He never spoke anything against God. Mm -hmm. He kept the faith. Mm -hmm. He says, God is my everything. Still, mm -hmm. after all this. Now, what happened at the end of at the end of the book of Job? Oh man, God turned around and restored oh, his ten times over. He be more beautiful wife than he had, more beautiful daughters than he had. And he had the most beautiful daughter in all of the land. Mm -hmm. He lived long, great grandkids. Man. You know, all of that. Lived a very long time. Yes, he did. The Lord restored him many, many blessings more than what Job could ever think about. Mm -hmm. And this wasn't something that was told to Job. You know, if, if, if you renounce Satan or if you, you know, worship me, you know, God is saying, if you mm -hmm. worship me, I'll just, yep. no, it was nothing of that. Job was an upright man, a righteous man. He said nothing, ne nothing negative about God. And God restored him mm -hmm. many, many times over. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah, so to recap, we know the tongue is a very important part of our lives, very important part of our speech. We need our tongue Absolutely. to say words, to say feel, see how the tongue goes up on top of the mouth, to say no, to see how the tongue goes on top of the mouth. Uh -huh. It carries taste buds. That's how we taste different food. Oh, this is the <laughs> best pinto beans I've had in a long time, you know? <laughs> This is the best chicken I had in a long time. And why? Because our tongue carries those taste buds. Mm -hmm. Our tongue is very important. We, we can't talk without our tongue. Our tongues are cut out. We can't say can't. not a word. We can try to talk, but it'll be garbled. Right. Just like talking up underwater. Can't mm -hmm. understand where a person's at. Mm -hmm. That's why it's important for us to understand that our tongue is very important. And we need to protect our tongue. Mm -hmm. you know, of course, we're human. We're going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. But the Bible says what? To strive to be perfect like Jesus. And repent. Repent. Mm -hmm. It says to strive. Mm -hmm. As long as we keep striving, keep going, and repent. Repent means what again? Turn. Turn away from. To stop doing that, in other stop words. Stop that. it. Cut that rope between right. the person of evil and yourself. And the Bible says that we will be a light mm -hmm. 
unto the world. Amen. A safe haven. Lord, church is where we will come for peace, a safe haven, and to be able to worship the way how we want to, to worship knowing that God, the Father, and Jesus is our Savior. Amen. And he protects us every day. We don't know how much protection that Jesus, that God has actually protected us from. I remember one time I was um, driving, and this was probably before I was saved, before I accepted Jesus as, as my personal Savior. Mm -hmm. And I forgot where I was, but someplace in Chicago. This person was driving slow. I think I called that person, they had their name in the book. <laughs> <laughs> Tore them up, dude. They had their name in the book. And I wasn't saved at that time, so you can only imagine what came out of my Man. mouth. And I mean, I realized the light was red. I went on to the other side of him, went through the red light before I even realized the light was red. And then I made a quick right turn. It just so happens that even though the other light was green, it was a turning arrow. God was watching out for me then. Amen. Because if people wasn't turning and the light was green, there's no, I'm pretty sure I would have got hit. Mm -hmm. All kinds of ways. So God is always protecting us. The angels always saying things about us, good things, positive things. And that's what we have to return. Because out of the mouth, the heart speaketh, and out of the heart, the life speaketh. Amen. So it's very important to do that. And what the Bible says, one of the scriptures too, is to listen and be slow. I'm guilty of not being slow to speak. I think we I all are. I practice on that myself. Amen. We all do. There's some a couple of pet peeves that I have that you want to tell you about. <laughs> At the bowling alley, I'm going to tell this story. Okay, go and ahead. I'm going to tell this story. At the bowling alley, <clears throat> uh, one time, I'm a firm believer respect. Right. If you do something to me, do to me what you want me to do to you, right? Mm -hmm. So I was paying, you know, for a, a lemonade or whatever, and I think we had something yeah. to eat, so we were paying for that. The lady held her hand out. I put my card in her hand. Upon giving me my card back, she put it on the table. Now, I had to check myself there because if I was in the world, I would have said a lot more than what I usually say. Mm -hmm. But thank God for his mercy, and he saved me. Amen. And I just simply said, is this your practice? Now, I'm, I'm a horrible mouth speaker, right? So mm -hmm. I could have said something mean to her, mm -hmm. something evil right. that would have been in my heart. And I was mm -hmm. about to say, Lord, forgive me. Right. But I consciously knew that. So that's a conscious sin among things that are unconscious in our minds. Mm -hmm. But I didn't. I was slow to speak what like three seconds yeah. but I was still slow to speak right and I said is this your practice and she, the first thing she said was I did not disrespect you right the first thing she said so in my mind I'm like well maybe she did but she's trying yeah. to say she didn't because who knows what was in her heart because she spoke forth right of what she just said mm-hmm so 
I said, well, you had your hand open and I put my card in your hand. So you put my card on the table. And she just kept saying, I did not disrespect you. She did not acknowledge what she did. Right. She just kept saying, I did not disrespect you. I did not disrespect you. Yeah, you're being attentive, but you still disrespect me. Right. But as a Christian, again, I was supposed to speak, and I did not speak what I wanted to speak as to if I was a Christian. Right. So that's why we always have to be careful. Always have to be mindful. Mm-hmm. Put on the armor of God. Put on the shield. And just move some. <laughs> so in your heart, brother, the word is going to come out of your mouth. So, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, that's why I have for today. Amen. It was good. I hope everybody liked it. Yeah. I hope everybody liked it. Oh, that was dinner. Spiritually, I guess that was dinner, wasn't it? Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Awesome. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to the interview with yours and mine's truly, Brian Crump, after his wonderful first teaching of the Sunday school service this morning. Um, so we're just going to sit and talk with him and ask him how about his experience. Um, he did a great job. The message was awesome. Um, he, he went according to the scriptures. He stayed within that. So it's just a blessing to us all as we listened. And uh, so we have Brian here. Hey, baby. Hey, how are you? I'm doing really, 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 really good after that good Sunday school teaching you did there. Oh, thank you. It was awesome. I really love the way the Lord used you to teach on tongues. Thank you. And what about your experience? How was it? Was it was it a flow for you, or did you did you find? And I I, ha, I want to ask this question because a lot of teachers, pastors, people that get up and uh, do their teaching, sometimes God used them, and they actually have to go back and actually listen to actually what they said because it's such a flow in the spirit. You begin to teach while you're in the spirit, so you can't really recall everything from word to word. You just know the Lord was using you. Do you feel the same way? Well, I really can't say that because I believe that if you're a pastor, teacher, preacher, what have you, that there's some things about what you say, even though the Lord uses you, you can still remember. You might not remember all the verses, Mm -hmm. but you might remember some of the things that was portrayed from those verses. Awesome. Yeah, that's true. And I know that um, from listening to you and as you begin to expound, everybody, I believe, this is one thing and this is one reason why I wanted to interview. Everybody has a uniqueness mm-hmm. about them when they get up and teach the gospel. And it's amazing because we all are genuinely unique. You have your personality. The next person may have theirs. I might have mine. So I like the way God used each individually, each individual in a uniqueness of it of um, of the way that they teach. Mm-hmm. And it's so important that um, that the words we say from the Bible is reaching 
everybody with understanding. Mm-hmm. And I think you did such a wonderful job doing that, paraphrasing and explaining different things. Thank you. And I, I tried to, um, when I first got up, I was kind of nervous. I mean, I've spoken at other occasions, but you know, it's the first time of being in front of an actual uh, congregation that's like Highway to Heaven. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, after the nervousness went away, everything just kind of flowed. You know, my intent was to have everybody um, involved mm-hmm. in it. And that's why when I first did it, I did an exercise of saying the word no. Mm-hmm. Know how your tongue is placed and try saying it without your tongue right. you know, to show the importance of what your tongue is mm-hmm. at the beginning of the message to kind of let it flow. And I noticed the more I kept going, um, people started to gain interest, mm-hmm. especially when I talked about Job. Mm-hmm. You know, people gain interest. And a lot of people know yourself and and a couple other people uh, in the Lord kind of responded to different things. And that's always a plus too, because at least you know that you're reaching people. That is so true. And you know what I also said at the beginning, uh, this is my first, this is our, we're our first live pre-recorded or live recording mm. of you teaching the word of God without us recapping. Mm-hmm. So I said, we learn from everything. And as I listen, I noticed that when I am recording, the next time I record, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't be, I can't be the one that talks. I can't be the one that answers a lot of questions because, and I move around. So I heard my bracelets jingling. I heard, mm-hmm. and I can tell that if it's not that I wouldn't have wanted to speak, but I can tell that when you're doing the actual recording, mm-hmm. you have to be the one that's quiet. And let everybody else answer the questions. But we did participate. Well, or, or what you can do is put the phone on a table close to you. True. And then record that way. So then if you do move your hands or your arms or your talk, it's not overbearing onto the um, recording. It, so, exactly. Yeah. So I felt like I had a very loud <laughs> mouth in which I didn't want that. because. But other than that, but other than that, it was awesome. I mean, Thank we you. could hear you. The, the sound came out really good. Because if it hadn't, then I would have probably let you know a long time ago. We could do the recap thing. But that would have been more harder. There's nothing like the genuineness or in the presence. When God is using you, I got that. When God is using you, there's nothing like being in the presence. Mm-hmm. And... and Allowing you to be you and let God use you at your your best. So um, it was awesome. And I just want to let you know that um, on this after interview is that you actually was really good. You didn't look nervous. You may have been nervous. Right. But you had no, you looked very relaxed. Thank you. I was, I was kind of nervous. And, you know, uh, one thing was I, you know, believe it or not, I forgot my Bible. So I used the Bible off my phone, and which is something that I really don't do. I always use the, the regular Bible in church versus when we do a recap, then I use my phone. 
you know. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, the first part of it, I was kind of nervous, but um, I always tried to write down little notes to give my uh, to to give hints on what to talk about. And sometimes you have to be in that meditation state to meditate True. and think about what you want to expound on, and then let the Lord take it from there. Right. You know, when I talked, when I said, um, when I talked about, um, you know, the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking, mm-hmm. you know, I was using a lot of different examples, but I kept going back to that one scripture out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking. And I think that was something that the Lord was using me for because it doesn't matter what experience that you have in reference to speaking or listening to others, or listening to a podcast such as this one, or listening to music, whatever that's in a person's heart is going to come out of their mouth. Absolutely. And God said he's going to write the word in our hearts and in our mind. Absolutely. So that's why we have to concentrate in what's in our heart, purity coming out of our mouths, and to be slow to speak and quick to listen now those are different things that I know the Lord uh, shared more insight on me on that because it's, it's kind of hard to do an astral service on tongues because there are a lot of scriptures but to try and bring it forth to make it more interesting because a lot of people don't understand that when you're out in the world your, your tongue it's what a person will listen to, mm-hmm. whatever you say, you know, and whatever you say, if it's of evil, you know, and if you don't repent from it, eventually you're going to pay the price for it. Absolutely. But you, you <coughs> want to make sure you keep your conversations clean and you want to make sure that if you do something incorrect or bad or speak dirty, you know, evil or whatever, that you ask for forgiveness and you repent from it. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of interesting hearing different people that came up with their own terminology of what repentance is. And that's true. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was just really awesome. I thought you did, like I said, a great job. And I like the way you took the title because they could have took that title anywhere. They could, they could have thought you were, were talking about speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, what you said was, need, was we needed to hear it. I'm going to say it that way. Um, so in saying that, you know, that's the end of our interview. And I'm telling you, thank you for stopping by and giving us a touch of your, uh, the interview here with the Highway to Heaven podcast. Oh, no problem. It was, it was my pleasure. No, you and I, we always recap yes. you know, different things about the service True. of the pastor or deaconess or, you know, things like that. But, you know, one day. I'll be the one to interview you once you yes, start. Yes, yes, and I'll be ready. I'll be ready. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing we should be, because the Bible says be ready in season and out of season. Mm-hmm. And to study to show yourself approved. Mm-hmm. So I think me and you both will really have no no problem the way that we teach here at the Highway to Heaven podcast already. Mm-hmm. But like you said, in the moment, yeah, there might be a little nervousness, but honestly, I couldn't tell. Because when you have a lot of people looking at you, it's different than when you're in the audience. Yeah, you know what? And I am not audience shy. I mean, I'm being up in the front doesn't bother me either. 
you know, I've always been the kind of person who were in the front. Like I said, I used, I am still have the gifts of a minister through song, but I was always, even big churches, big churches. Like I was talking about faith, um, faith center. Mm-hmm. That was a huge church at one time. And we used to, me, Robin, little show Robin, always up there ministering through songs, writing music and doing different things. And so, everybody's, everybody's different, you know, because we, are the I'm just gonna say this we are the body of Christ now when you think of the body of Christ what do you have us okay true but when you think of the body of Christ you have the right hand you mm-hmm. have the left hand true you have the mind you have a voice right you have thoughts true. so not everybody is going to worship and song of praise. That's true. That's not everybody's gift. Doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. Right. You just may have a different gift. True. Not everybody can have the mind to think of different scriptures off the top of their head. Mm-hmm. But well, if you can't do that, don't be afraid of that. That that might not be you. You may have the gift of teaching. True. Or of doing a Bible study. Mm-hmm. Or doing other things. True. You know, that's why we have the body of Christ. Everybody comes together as one. Right. And it's okay to allow them to do their gift. Even the Bible said covering your most earnest gift. So whatever your gift in, you have a gift of teaching. I have a gift of teaching as well. But we may we're but we're uniquely different. So there's still a difference in there. But not everybody has the gift of teaching. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has the gift of pastoring. Not everybody has the gift of prophecy. Uh, so it was uniquely special. But if you don't have those gifts, ladies and gentlemen, don't be down and don't say, oh, why not? Maybe your gift is something that's different. And God gives us gifts that are unique to the individual because there would never be another you. Right. There's there's all types of gifts. You're right. Um, and you just be happy with ever, whichever one God uh, gives you and apply to your life because mm-hmm. that's where you will flow at. Some gifts are not even seen. Right. Sometimes the gifts of service, you have somebody that loves to just keep everything clean. Mm-hmm. You may never see him. You know, <laughs> you may never see him do it, but that's okay. It's not even that for the ones that get up. It's not about being seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you get up, you 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 want God to use you. You're a vessel. You're a vessel cleaning up. Mm-hmm. So just cover that and just be happy. Everybody's job is important. Absolutely. Doesn't matter what it is. Absolutely. Was well, there anything else you want to add? Um, I think we pretty much covered it. Yes, we did. Once again, thank you, Brian Crow. Um, this is my fiance as well. Thank you for allowing me to interview you. And audience, we appreciate you for taking a minute to... Uh, join us for this short interview uh, on the season three, episode seven, Tongues, um, taught by Brian Crump for Sunday School. Mm-hmm. And um, thank you for tuning in with us at this moment. And we hope you were truly blessed. Uh, the Highway to Heaven podcast is every Sunday morning, new episodes every Sunday morning unless they're rescheduled at 8 a.m. 
Central Time on Sunday right here in the USA. God bless you. Peace and love. You want to say bye? Everyone have a safe day and a safe journey. Amen. God bless you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you.